conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Welcome to Empath, writing a marketing plan in 10 minutes. I want to start this episode by, first of all, apologizing, because when I say writing it in 10 minutes, it's not actually 10 minutes. It's going to be 70 minutes, 10 minutes a day for seven days. Believe it or not, this is still a very small amount of time compared to the amount of time most people spend on their marketing plans. But I find that Over 80% of the entrepreneurs I work with don't have an actual marketing plan because they're put off by how hard it is and how mammoth the task is and how big it can appear to write a marketing plan because our vision and our idea of one is often the sort of document you would take to the bank. And don't get me wrong, if you want to speak to the bank and get a bank loan, you might need a slightly more substantial marketing plan. However, For the purpose of what we're going to be using it for, which is as a roadmap to your business and your marketing activity, the point of this marketing plan is to stop you from literally licking your finger and putting it in the air and deciding on a whim, oh, I might try that. I might try this. I'm going to do Facebook advertising. Oh, no, I'm going to do a podcast. Oh, actually, I'm going to write an ebook or whatever. Is to keep you focused on what you're doing, when you're doing it, and most importantly, why you're doing it, which is The number one thing that people often detach from when they get these ideas and they start working on marketing topics, they can spiral, they can look around them and get, you know, caught up in the noise and what everybody else is doing. So first of all, I want you to think about what you need a marketing plan for and that it's a guide for you, a guide for you on what you're going to be working on and when. And you'll know that you've done the work to root it in why you're doing it and the impact you're hoping it's going to have. I highly recommend when you've created your marketing plan at the end of the seven days, put it into practice and give it 12 weeks. And after 12 weeks, do a check-in with yourself, a check-in on how it's working, what's working, what's not, what you can learn from it. And I would recommend you're doing probably a six-monthly marketing plan where the activity is changing every six months. So you, you can keep it agile and you can keep it adaptable. You're checking in with your progress, which is the most important part of your marketing, because you need to know what's working for you and what works for somebody else might not necessarily be for you. So how I'm going to do this is I'm going to break it down day by day and I'm just going to tell you your activity for the day. So I would recommend you listen to this whole episode and prepare yourself for it and then you revisit it in the next week or so or whenever it's right for you and do a day at a time. And just listen to each day, isolated, and do the work for that day. So, let's begin with day one. Remember, only going to have 10 minutes a day. I would set a timer and use the Pomodoro method. So, for the Pomodoro method, you set a timer for X amount of time. And in this situation, we're using it for 10 minutes. And you can choose longer if you like. It's important to keep it time-bound because the last thing you want is to be dreading it and thinking it's too much, it's too mammoth, and that will demotivate you and stop you from doing it. Or it can make you just think you need longer to block off and you can postpone it or procrastinate, 
we really want to keep it as focused as we can. So 10 minutes is what I'm suggesting, but definitely no more than 20 minutes because you want to really make it a small bite-sized chunk. So you're making some progress. Remember, you can always go back and edit or work on a day a little bit longer, but you're trying to get this plan out. And remember, it's not a public document. This is your marketing plan for your eyes only. So it's going to be okay if it's rough and ready. The whole point of it is to give you a plan and a map of where you're going, not to be a perfectly polished document. It doesn't need to be a dissertation or 10,000 or 50,000 words. It really is a back of the envelope job that we're doing to give you an idea of what you're going to be doing and something for you to work from rather than it's not something that's going out to the world. So let's begin with day one. Day one is all about your current position and your vision. And here I want you to really think about where you are at the moment, where you are in your business and where you want to be. What's the big picture vision? And then also what's your mission? What are you trying to achieve through your marketing? And what are you trying to achieve through your business? What makes you special? What makes you different? This is the place where we define our difference and really look at that. What's working and what isn't working? Where do we go from here? So today you can do a multitude of things in your 10 minutes, but I would highly recommend a bit of journaling for at least five minutes where you talk about where you're at, the lessons that you've learned and where you want to be. Why are you in business in the first place? And why does your business exist? And what is your marketing trying to achieve? What are you trying to achieve? Here you can look at your strengths and weaknesses, your opportunities and threats in the industry. There might be things that have happened since the pandemic which have affected your industry, or there might be lots more competitors in your industry. And it's just opening up these discussions with yourself and really looking at where you are now and the current state of affairs. For day two, we're setting goals. What is the goal of your marketing? What are you trying to achieve? Do you want more? website followers? Do you want more sales? Do you want more sales of a particular product? Do you want to introduce a new product or a new offering? Really have some time thinking about this and set some numbers around it. If you say, I want more sales or how much more sales, how much more revenue, you know, and don't just stick a finger in the air, really think about what's achievable. So it's easy to say, I want 10 more sales a month, but how many sales are you getting at the moment? If you're getting one sale a month, 10 more sales a month is a big increase. Whereas if you're getting 1,000 sales a month, 10 sales a month doesn't feel very ambitious. So look at where you are now and look at what your goals are and why. Why are these your goals? What is the big picture goal? What are your goals now? And what are your goals in the long run? Are you planning eventually on selling this company? Are you planning on growing the company? Are you planning on diversifying into a different industry? And perhaps you need to set the wheels in motion for that now, even if it's a five-year plan. So really look at what your goals are and write them down and make them measurable, make them quantifiable. Rather than saying, I want more social media followers, how many more? What number or what percentage, e.g. I want 5,000 Instagram followers or I want a 20% increase in my blog visits, etc. But be careful when you ask for more followers or more visits, etc., Really ground that in reasoning because everybody says they want more followers, but nobody really seems to understand why they want more followers. So really think about what are my big goals? Keep looking back at day one and think, what am I trying to achieve? Remember, 
not spending any more than 10 minutes on this. So it's really sort of rough and ready, but because of that, it's instinctive and it's authentic and it'll be unpolished, which is exactly what we want. For day three, we're looking at the competition. Your peers, your industry peers, what are they doing? There are sort of two main types of entrepreneur, in my opinion, and my um, experience. One is people that are obsessed with the competition, that are always looking at what they're doing and trying to compete or keep up with it, or they get despondent by what they see other people doing. And the other type of people that ignore the competition, put their blinkers on and say, they don't exist, (laughs) I'm staying in my lane. There's good things and bad things about both, but where you really need to be is somewhere pitched in the middle. I want you to stay in your lane and I don't want you to be affected, derailed or concerned about the competitors because they are different to you. Even though you're in a similar market, you're probably offering something slightly different. However, you need to be aware of what your customer is offering because let's say you're offering something for £5,000 and Betty down the road offers it for £500. That's a big difference and you need to be aware that someone is £500. It doesn't mean you need to be £500. What it means is that we need to know why I would choose you over Betty, even more because of that price difference. So this is where I want you to look in your local area, look online, look on social media and find the competitors if you don't already know them and look at how they're pitching themselves, how they're positioning themselves and how they're pricing themselves and how do you compare. Next up, we're looking at day four, market analysis. This is where you're looking at your your market. You're looking out at the world at what's going on in your industry, what's going on in your environment, what's going on socially, what's going on economically. These are the things you need to be thinking about. Have you been affected by something in particular? Is something happening politically that affects you? Look at what's going on in the world. What topics are trending? What are people talking about? How does this tie into your industry? For example, if you're a jeweler, maybe the price of gold has gone up dramatically. How does that impact you? You need to be aware of this. That will impact your marketing, your pricing, and maybe even how you create your collections because you might only do gold and you might find you're pricing some of your customers out because gold has gone up so much. So maybe you could create a silver range or an alternative range or one with gold vermeil rather than pure gold or whatever it is. Look at what's going on in your industry with your products, with your offerings, with what's happening environmentally and socially and what people are talking about on the ground so go out there for 10 minutes that's all and just look at your industry and look at the industry news and if there's industry magazines pick one up read it look at their email newsletters really start to get back up to scratch and back in with what's happening in your industry and in the world at large the wider world we know at the moment that mortgage rates are going up and cost of living's increasing and people are finding life very hard whatever offering you are that's going to impact you whether you're a coach or a fashion brand or a photographer, there'll be less of a pool of people with disposable income because people are starting to struggle a bit more. So it's being aware of that, how that's going to impact you and your marketing and what action you can take to mitigate that. Day five, we're looking at your actual market, your immediate market, who you're speaking with, who are your customers and where are they and what are they doing? It's getting back in touch with that. Where are your customers? Where can you find them? What are they up to? Have a little look at your closest customers on social media if you have access to that and see what they're talking about, what they're buying, who they're following, what they're saying. And if you've got time, you could have a conversation with a couple of them or even do a little poll for them or a little poll on your Instagram stories 
where you ask some questions. It will take you five minutes to set it up. It lasts for 24 hours on Instagram stories and you'll get all that feedback from your market, which will be really valuable to you as you go forward. Remember, you're not spending more than 10 minutes on any of these. Day six, we're looking at your offering, your pricing and your budgeting. This is a lot to do in one 10 minute slot. What is your offering? Now, maybe your offering is what it is and it could be, let's say, a a jewelry range like we just discussed. Are you going to keep it as it is or are you introducing new products? In the next six months, are you introducing new products? You might say, I've got no new products coming in the next six months. But then you might think, well, actually, the price of gold's going up. So I'm going to create a non-gold collection because of what's happening in the environment, because of what's happening economically. Or maybe you'll think, well, actually, I really want to, I do this, but I really want to move into coaching people in my industry. I might be a photographer and I want to go into being a coach for other photographers. So how are you starting to move into that? You might not want to do it for 12 months, but you need to start repositioning yourself now and it's making a note of that. So write down what you're offering and whether you're introducing something new or whether you're keeping it the same and why. And then you need to look at your pricing. Are you happy with your pricing where it is? Your pricing might have to change because if gold's gone up, your margins are out. So you need to move with that, in line with that. Or whatever it is in your industry, food's gone up, fuel's gone up, etc., etc. Whatever it is that's impacting you. If you're on the road a lot and the price of fuel's gone up, you have to accommodate that as well. Look at your pricing. Does it still stand? Is it still relevant? Is it right? Are the margins strong? Look at that honestly and work out whether you need to increase your prices or not. And then last of all, look at your budget. How much money do you have to spend on your marketing activity? And you might say, I don't have anything to spend. I've literally got, I haven't got two pennies to rub together. Or you might say, I've got a hundred pounds a month, or I've got 5,000 pounds in total for the six months, or 10% of my income I can spend back on marketing and reinvest. Whatever it is, commit to it and know that you've got that budget and put that note down ready for when you come to your marketing activity so you know what you've got to play with. And then last of all, day seven is your promotional plan. So what are you going to do and when are you going to do it? The trick here is not doing everything. You are only doing a six month plan and you've only got so much time in a day, in a week around your other work. So it's important to say, well, hang on, what do I want to do and what can I do? So I would start by just mind dumping everything down, writing it all on the page, all the things you want to do. You want to do a lead magnet and blogging and a podcast and a freebie and a sales funnel and a a trial product and all of this lot, write it all down, advertising, collaborations, and then look at it and say, what budget have I got? Go back to day six. And what is the priority? What will get me the most bang for my buck? Even if there is no buck, even if you've got no money, well, content marketing is free, but it's going to take time. So it's looking at the time allowance. Well, advertising works, but have I got enough money to advertise? Or should I look at that in the following six months? once I've made some revenue from doing what I'm doing now. Write down your activities and write it down monthly. So write down the next six months and write one to three things in each month that you're going to be doing. And that might be one thing is the same every month. Social media content might be strong every month. Email marketing might be strong every month. But then write down what you're going to be working on or what you're going to be bringing in. Remember, your marketing is not just what people see. It's not just the promotional activity. It's all of the work from the research to the planning to speaking to your customers, all of that comes under the marketing. So it's looking at where you're going to invest your marketing budget and your marketing time and how you're going to create an offering that is at the right price for the right people that's seen because of your promotional plan. 
Those are your seven days in a nutshell. Do take time to go back over them and spend time on them. This will give you a rough back of an envelope marketing plan that you can work with. It gives you direction in how you're going to create your marketing. We always finish each episode with setting an intention. And I would like you to really think about how a marketing plan might help you and whether you can dedicate 10 minutes a day for one week to make this happen. Will it be useful to you to not be throwing spaghetti at a wall, to not be knee-jerk reacting to marketing trends, but to really take some time to put your hand on your heart and come home to your business and say, who am I? What am I doing it for? What do my customers want? And how can I deliver this at an accessible, affordable, inclusive way for people that is profitable for me and sustainable for me? Profitability and sustainability are absolutely key. And taking this time rather than rushing these decisions will make all of the difference. If you want to, you can spend longer than 10 minutes a day, but I want to make it really achievable. I would rather you did a marketing plan in 10 minutes a day than nothing at all, because you can always go over it again and refine it in another 10 minutes a day next month. But the important thing is to get it down on paper. I would love to hear from you. If you want to drop me a line and let me know how you get on with this plan and how it works for you, you can find me on Instagram at The Feral Writer. And remember, whatever you do, that all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, find me on Instagram or check out my new summer sessions, three courses, three months, access to my membership community, Empress, and three exclusive live sessions with me on copywriting, marketing, and manifestation, all for a brilliant price. Join me for a summer of love your business at summersessions.jesscollins.co.uk. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode and I'll be back next week.